0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: Congress might be adjourned until May 4th, but that hasn't stopped the chattering. Members are arguing over the size, scope and timing of a fourth coronavirus stimulus bill, and it could include more assistance to federal employees. Here with what to watch for in the week ahead, WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And Mitchell, what? can we expect this week because they're talking, but they're not together?
0: That's right. Well, members of Congress may not be here at the Capitol, but they have been busy putting together a wide range of proposals. They're, of course, on all these conference calls and video calls every day. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly is among those trying to get federal workers some financial help. He's working with Carolyn Maloney, the chair of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform. For federal workers who have to continue to physically get to their places of work or the sites that that are managed, He's proposing a payment of up to $2,000 for each child per month to help federal workers with child care costs. And of course, a lot of people have kids at home because there's no school. He also wants to make sure that federal agencies can't restrict teleworking for those who can work from home, and teleworkers wouldn't have to take unpaid time off because they have kids at home. Some federal employee unions have complained, as you know, that agencies are still lagging on telework, although many agencies also have made great strides in doing a lot of things, especially over the last several weeks. Connolly is also recommending some changes that would affect government contractors as well to help them manage through these various regulations and requirements as we go through this pandemic.
1: All that child care money could spur the adoption market. (laughs) Who knows? Big bucks. But is there any Republican buy-in to these proposals?
0: Well, you know, the Republicans are really hesitant on a lot of what the Democrats are doing right now. They feel like the Democrats are continuing adding on day after day more proposals one right after the other now they do have some buy-in on various issues particularly re- related to small business assistance and and things that will make sure that that major fund that recently ran out of money will be replenished but there are other areas where the democrats continue to push hard and say we really need more money for state and local governments they want to help the governors they want to help out with hospitals healthcare facilities so there is a tension between the two parties about all of them are definitely on board with wanting to help people. It's just a matter of degrees and where the money is going to go.
1: And getting back to the Connolly proposals, he's also looking at or suggesting a lot more money for agencies to invest in information technology to in turn support all that telework.
0: Right, exactly. One of his complaints, as you know, uh, over the years, has been that they really haven't put enough money into the infrastructure to make sure that all these agencies are really ready to be ramped up. Now, obviously, a lot of these agencies have been in making improvements, as I mentioned, but he wants to put a lot more money into this system to make sure that when things like this happen, as well as just during the daily work of federal government, that teleworkers, that people can really actually work from home. The other thing that Connolly has been trying to do is get money for the Postal Service. Uh, The Postal Service employs more than 600,000 people. And, of course, Jerry Connolly is the chair of the Government Operations Committee, which has jurisdiction over that. The Postmaster General has said that the Postal Service will run out of money by the end of September if it doesn't get more financial help. As we know, the financial problems have plagued the Postal Service, and mail volume has dropped by at least a third, according to Connolly. He is pushing to get more money for the Postal Service in that next big legislation legislative package. There's a lot of tension there as well with Republicans, a lot of critics related to the Postal Service. And of course, President Trump has been a big critic of the Postal Service, saying it's basically doing a lot of the work for Amazon and these other companies. So we'll have to see what happens, although Connolly is fairly confident that money will continue to get into the pipeline for the Postal Service.
1: We're speaking with Mitchell Miller, WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent, and what about the some of the processes that people have encountered with the SBA, with the IRS that have not been, let's say, optimal?
0: Right. There's been a lot of problems with the uh, checks going out, whether or not people, especially when it was first announced, a lot of people would go on the website. They couldn't find out. They had no idea whether or not they were getting their money. So a lot of things still work being worked out with getting those checks out to people and that's a big one of course and then the other big issue of course related to money is the lack of money for the sba's ppp uh, paycheck protection program which ran out last week close to 350 billion dollars and it's really interesting because this as we've been talking about is one of those areas where there's a lot of bipartisan support there's really no daylight between the republicans and democrats on getting small businesses money but but they seem to have a problem figuring out exactly what is the way to get the money to small businesses. Democrats have continually argued that they need more for these underserved businesses, those that were not in the Small Business Administration. Bailiwick, if you will. Uh, minority-owned businesses, for example, uh, that may not have been in the SBA system. Uh, Republicans just say, why don't you just cross out a few lines in the legislation and give the program $250 billion? So there's certainly been a lot of give and take on that issue.
1: And from the Virginia side, they are looking at the Health and Human Services, and you're reporting they want to uh, maybe have an Inspector General take a look at the whole management of medical supplies and stocking and allocation, could that happen?
0: Right, this is an issue that has really been a big concern of Virginia lawmakers, Maryland lawmakers, whether or not all these health facilities are getting the medical supplies they need. And Virginia lawmakers in particular, uh, just this past week, Jerry Connolly, Don Beyer, Abigail Spanberger, they wrote to the Inspector General of Health and Human Services, and they formally asked for an investigation. They questioned how the stocking and the deployment of materials from the strategic national stockpile have actually been allocated. They say it's been a failure to the states, uh, that that it's contributed to the outbreak, and why the, there hasn't been as much of a quick response on some of these things as we've heard about problems with ventilators, with all the uh, surgical masks and uh, personal protection equipment. So uh, they are awaiting an answer from uh, HHS and the inspector general, but they do feel that they are going to get some answers. And of course, this uh, piggybacks on some of the complaints that have been made by Maryland lawmakers that have gone to FEMA, uh, again, with these issues related to requesting equipment and then not getting the equipment, and also uh, with FEMA actually taking a haircut on some of the uh, shipments and actually taking shipments away uh, from various states, and then the states don't find out about it until literally the equipment arrives.
1: Yeah, so some oversight coming on that whole regard, and with Congress I mean, that May 4th date of return is pretty solid. Can they actually do anything before then in that case?
0: You know, it really doesn't look like they're going to be able to get anything major done uh, before May 4th. You know, they've talked about having a variety of these things related to interim funding, including small business, but. As far as what what, uh, Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker, calls CARES 2, another major sweeping piece of legislation, that is all going to be in the pipeline, I think, for the next several weeks. And even then, even though they've set this May 4th date, it's really kind of unclear what's going to happen there because – For one thing, we just talked about the fact that there's still a lot of disagreement on what will be included in a major legislation uh, like CARES-2, but also whether they're physically going to be able to be here. You know, there are more than 500 people, as we know, that would have to get back. The city of uh, Washington, D.C., actually has a stay-in-place order through May 15th. Now, obviously, Congress would probably be able to work around that, but there's still just the practical uh, issue of whether or not lawmakers are going to get back.
1: Mitchell Miller is Capitol Hill correspondent for WTOP. Thanks so much. You bet. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.